You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. Hello and welcome back to another Torah Sparks Podcast. I have a question for you, and it goes like this. Have you ever wondered how often people gossip? And just, by the way, we're talking about gossip because um, I have something really nasty to say about, and I'm kidding. So it's the Parsha of gossip. It's the Parsha of Tazria. Usually Tazria and Mitzvah are read together. This week we're only reading Tazria. It is a leap year, so Tazria and Mitzvah are separate, are laned, are read during separate weeks. And we know the Torah tells us, Chazal tell us, that gossip um, comes, stems from an attribute of, of haughtiness and, and things like that. And as a result, in ancient times, the person, the human being, the Jew, would develop what we call tzaras. Um, and the question is, just take a step back, and did you ever wonder, how often do people gossip? And there's actually a new study, relatively new, that is. Uh, it was published in the journal called Social, Psychological, and Personality Science. And you're not going to be left wondering anymore. The study found that the typical person, not you, of course, spends about 52 minutes a day gossiping. Gossip in the context is defined as talking about a person who's not present. You know, we know in halacha there's gossip in other other realms as well, even if the person is present, um, perhaps even if the person is not even alive. And the, the study furthermore showed that the majority of the gossip, 75%, was neutral gossip just talking about other people, whereas 15% was negative gossip, and the remaining 10% was positive or flattering. And you might be thinking, if it's only 15% of the 52 minutes a day, that's about roughly 8 minutes, right? If you do the math, so about 8 minutes a day is spent talking negatively about others. So what's the big deal, right? It's It's not so... It's not... It's not a crazy number, and it might seem like a small amount, just eight minutes, but multiply this by weeks, months, and for argument's sake, 80 years, it turns out that those eight minutes a day turn into 230,000 plus minutes of negative gossip in an 80-year span of one's lifetime. And I, I hope the point is is clear is that, you know, it's and again it's not just about the times, it's not just about the minutes, it's also about the content and things like that. But I am showing you that eight minutes a day over a long period of time would end up being about two hundred thousand plus minutes of negative gossip. And why? The question is why? Why do humans gossip? Why do we like to say Lashon Hara? Why do we spend so much time talking about other people? There's a professor at Duke University. His name is Mark Leary, PhD. And he says the following. He says, gossiping is a fundamental human instinct because our lives are deeply rooted in groups. We not only live in groups, but it, it, it goes more than that. It, it, we depend 
on the people in our groups to survive. We need to have as much information as possible about the people around us in order to know what various other people are like and who can and can't be trusted, who breaks the group rules, who's friends with who, what other people's personalities and viewpoints are, and so on. So it's it's clear from, from Professor Leary that we, we talk gossip because we instinctively we live in groups and we have to know what's going on. And while there might be some truth to what Leary suggests, the Torah makes it clear that it's possible to live in a group, to live in a community, and survive as well as thrive without speaking gossip, without saying Lashon Hara about one another. And ironically, it's the one who speaks Lashon Hara that becomes afflicted, like we said earlier, with saras, with these lesions, this, this, this um, spiritual um, disease that had a physical manifestation. And the Torah tells us, Badad Yeshev, this guy, he sits alone in isolation, Michutz Lagimel Machanos, outside of the three camps. He sits alone, away from the group, at a distance from his community. And the Torah is perhaps telling us, in contrast to what the world might believe in, is, yeah, we need a group, we need group, but it's, it's possible to thrive with the group and without speaking Lashon Har, without gossiping, without hitting on others. And Chazal tell us that Lashon Har comes from gaiva, from haughtiness. And when a person feels like he's on top, then he's in position to put others on the bottom. It's as simple as that. There's a very interesting pasuk in chapter Yud Gimel, verse 45. The Torah mandates that the person afflicted with saras, that he must proclaim Tame tame ikra, right? He says tame tame, impure, impure, right? It's saying that basically warding off others. Hey, don't come close, because he because he has this um, he has this tuma, he has this saras on him. But there's a fundamental question, and it all stems not all stems, but I'm going to bring out the question by way of. Uh, an anecdote or an analogy rather Um, and it's regarding me and my personal preference about french fries I love french fries they just I I believe it's my favorite food I I, I really think french fries are my favorite food and the question is if I was being interviewed on Fox News um, and I just randomly proclaimed the words french fries french fries right like no one what what would there's no context to that What, what does that mean like if I want to tell people and I want to let people know that my favorite fruit is french fries and that I like french fries, I should say, I like french fries. I like french fries. Just saying the words and babbling off french fries, french fries doesn't really mean anything because people don't really know, like, what in the world is this guy talking about? He's just saying random words. So it's an interesting question here. The Torah says, the guy who has taras says, he proclaims, tame, tame, impure, impure. I mean, Shouldn't it say, Anitame, Anitame, I am impure, I am impure? It should give context. Who's Tame? What is Tame? It should say, I am impure. And I asked this question um, to a friend of mine a couple of years ago. I'm not going to give away his name. His name, although his first name is David, and it was an unbelievable shot. He said the following He said, A Jew should never define himself as Anitame. I am impure. Anitame, I'm impure. So, yeah, he might be in a state of impurity, but his very essence is not impure. And as such, he cannot say, Anitame, for that would be a lack. It would be, you know, 
arguably it would be Lashon Hara about himself. It, we, sometimes we focus on not speaking Lashon Hara about others, but how often do we speak Lashon Hara about ourselves? How often do we tell ourselves, no, I'm, I'm bad, I'm not good, I'm this, I'm that, I'm never going to make it, I'm never going to this. That's Lashon Hara, a borderline Lashon Hara, Avak Lashon Hara, whatever you want to call it, um, whether it's halachically, actually Lashon Hara, okay, that's a discussion, that's a conversation. If you call, call the Chafetz Chaim and ask him. But from a philosophical perspective, figuratively speaking, we, we, we say Lashon Hara all the time about ourselves. And the Torah t- is telling us, perhaps, by saying, Tame, Tame, pronounce, yeah, we're, we're, we're warn people, say Tame, Tame, but don't say Ani Tame. Don't say, I am impure. Don't label yourself as Tame. Just like no one wants to be labeled, just like you shouldn't label others, you shouldn't negatively label yourself as well. This is an important message to realize, an important insight to um, perhaps um, integrate and to, to realize we, we, can't, we can't say Lashon Hara about ourselves. Um, it, it is interesting, just on, a, on another note, he says tummy tummy twice. It's not enough to just say it once. The Torah says tummy tummy. You gotta pronounce tummy tummy twice. And uh, truth is, the kliyakar, the kliyakar on this pasuk says that in truth, if you find tuma in someone else and you're saying lashnahara about someone else, most probably you struggle with something yourself. It, it, it's really highlighting a psul within yourself. If he found faults in someone else, it means truthfully he has faults within his very own self. And perhaps that could be why um, the Torah says it twice. Tame, tame. Because when you call someone else tame, it really calls right back at you. Haha, <laughs> you're Tame. If when you label someone as Tame, that means you really have a struggle as well. You have an aspect of Tuma as well. Perhaps that could be the duality, the double um, Lashon of Tame, Tame. And it, it is interesting, Chazal tell us when a person calls out Tame, Tame, it's so that other Jewish people can daven for him. This is such a profound idea. You know, when someone says Lashon Hara about somebody, that means they saw something in them. Oh my gosh, you heard about that guy. He's not going to show. Oh my gosh, he's doing that out there. Oh my gosh, he's doing this. She's doing that. She's not. All right, we, we, we start labeling people and talking bad about them. But did we ever take a step back and realize, wait a second, maybe this person is struggling. Maybe this person didn't go to Shacharis for 14 weeks because he's struggling with something. Did you ever daven for that person? Did you ever think about that person? So it's, an, it's ironic that when this person, this guy who said Lashnar about someone else, when he says, Tame, Tame, Chazal tells us it's so that other people can daven for him. And perhaps it's a it's a very strong musr to the guy who spoke Lashon Hara. Instead of speaking Lashon Hara next time about somebody, maybe daven for that person. There's a story with um, Rav Aaron Leib Steinman. Someone came to him, a rabbi came to him and said, listen, there's this boy, a really bad influence, and um, yada, yada, yada. I, 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 think I, I feel like I need to kick him out um, of, of my yeshiva. And the Rav Steinman said, listen, do you um, know his name? So he said, of course. He said, whatever his name was, he said his name. He said, the Rav Steinman said to the Rebbe, do, do you know his mother's name? And the Rebbe was thinking like, what? What in the world? Why do you, who cares about his mother's name? 
And he said, no, I don't, I don't know his mother's name. And Rav Steinman told him, you know what that means? That means you never daven for the person. Generally, when we daven for someone, we say Plony Ben or Bas, the, the mother. If you don't know the mother's name, that means you never daven for that person. And now you're going to go ahead and kick them out. You can't do that. And so there's this similar idea going on here. When, when someone says Tame, when someone sees Tuma, when someone sees someone struggling with something, the first knee-jerk reaction, although it might be to gossip and to spread uh, to spread. Uh, negativity, or just to you know, straight for the go straight for the hawk, right? But the Torah is telling us something deeper, something more profound, a much better way, a much more successful, healthy lifestyle and cohesive community system is to daven for that person. Daven for that person. If someone's going through something, daven for that person. And if you yourself are going through something, instead of labeling yourself as Anitame and saying Lashner Har about yourself, daven for yourself. Ask Hashem to help you with whatever it is that you need help with. Um, anyways, this should be um, it should be a zuchus for us that we should speak in the right way um, about 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 people, about ourselves, and in that merit, may may we may we be zoche to the rebuilding of Mashiach b'meheira v'yameinu. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to another Torah Sparks podcast. If you like this content, please share it with somebody who you think might benefit. If you like it, please rate, please review. And with that said, have a fantastic week. And Amir Tashem, we'll see you next week.